What's up, What's everybody? up, everybody? Welcome back to the Mindset Mogul Podcast. We are your hosts, Josh Jacobs and Bradley Mora. Brad, how are you doing today, my brother? I am doing excellent. It is uh, good to be recording our second pot of the day. Second pot of the day. I am second grateful. Second pot of the day. I am grateful to be doing two pods with you today. It's been like four days since we've done one. I feel really good, man. These things are like therapy for me, which by the way, we ask you at the beginning of every episode to think about one thing you're grateful for, getting the right energy to consume this content. It could be something specific that happened to you this week. It could be just the fact that you have running water and a meal to eat. So with that being said, we're going to jump into today's episode. We have a Q&A for you today. We have a question from audience member Katie B. Um, the one thing I want to say real quick before we jump in if you get value from this episode, we would really, really appreciate it if you subscribe to our YouTube channel, leave us a comment. If you have your own question you want answered, you can send it into support at mindsetmogul.com or you can comment on the YouTube channel. If you're listening on Apple, Spotify, Google, any of those, please leave us a follow and give us a review. We would really, really appreciate it. So with that being said, let's jump into the question. Katie says, Hey, Brad and Josh, I often hear the cliche that you are the average of the five people you hang out with. I am a believer in that, but my problem is how do you find and befriend these people? I don't have many friends, and the ones I do have do not have the same mindset or goals as me, and it's hard to relate. Katie, thank you so much for this question because I'm sure so many other people have it. I have I have asked this question myself many times when I was younger, and I know that many other people have the same question. Um, so thank you for asking it. I think that there's a lot to be said about this. The first thing that I would say is before you ever even look for these people or a new friend group, start working towards becoming the person that you want to be friends with. Start working towards becoming the person that has all the characteristics that you value. Because that way, when you meet these people, they will be attracted to you. They will vibe with you. If you don't have these characteristics, when you meet these people, you're not going to connect with them on the same level as if you encompassed all these characteristics already. So the first thing I would say before we even talk about, you know, how to how to do this is start working towards becoming the person that you want to be friends with. You know, the cliche is true. You when you intentionally put yourself around these people and you're conscious about what you're learning from them and, and trying to learn from them, uh, it is true. You can definitely become the average of the five people you hang out with. If you are familiar with Ed Milet, he has this theory on the thermostat and the your identity basically being the governor on your life. So if you think of your identity as an in as a thermostat, Basically, if you're set at 75 degrees in business and money, but you hang out with five other 100 degreeers, your thermostat will start to heat up to 100 degrees. And the same thing that happens if you hang out with five other 20 degreeers, your thermostat will start to cool off and you'll decrease. Um, same thing in fitness, faith, relationships, whatever it is. If you're a 75 degreeer in fitness and you hang out with five other 100 degreeers, you're going to start to heat up. You're probably going to start to get jacked. You're probably going to start to eat healthy. You're probably going to start to look good. But if you start hanging out with five 20 degreeers that are all lazy, eat a bunch, drink a bunch, or all 100 pounds overweight, you're probably going to drift in the opposite direction as well. The caveat to this is that you will always heat back up or cool back down to where you believe that you deserve to be. So the core of this is elevating your identity to be somebody who 
is a hundred degree in the first place. Um, Brad, I know there's a lot to talk about even before we move on into, you know, how to go meet these people just in this idea of identity and hanging out, you know, just, just as beneficial as, as it is to hang out with hundred degreeers. It's equally as important to eliminate 20 degreeers or at least distance 20 degreeers. I don't want to use the word eliminate because it could be somebody in your life that you don't want to eliminate, but distance from 20 degreeers. Um, what do you think about this thermostat theory that Ed Milet has? Because I love this this idea. It's one of the best, I don't know, it's an analogy or a metaphor, whatever one of those that it is, it's one of the best out there because I think relating heat and cold to where you're going, where you want to be is just such an easy way to think about this. When you're getting hot, you're moving towards a direction that you're more fierce in life at getting what you want, achieving goals and being the person who can actually go achieve those things. I think the, I want to dive even deeper on the notion of identifying and figuring out how to cultivate the qualities in yourself first before you go out and find the people that you want to be friends with for a couple of reasons. One, as with anything and everything we talk about on this podcast, you need to have clarity on what it is that you want first. And so you may have this ambiguous idea, Katie, about who your friends are and what you want them to be or not to be. But based on your question, it still remains very up in the air. What does that even mean? And so before you can decide, I think, who you want your friends to be, you first need to decide who you want to be and decide the qualities that you want to have and what the priorities between those qualities are. Because there is a difference between going and finding somebody who's 100 in fitness versus somebody who's 100 in business. Like Those are both great qualities for a friend to have. But depending on the identity that you're trying to pursue, you should actually have a clear distinction in your head, whether it's one, the other, both. And so first things first, figure out what is what is it the identity that you're trying to pursue and get very clear on what are the top three, the top five qualities that you want out of yourself. And then you can start to pick out, okay, who are the friends that I need to have to bring out those qualities in myself? And surprise, it's people with the same exact qualities. Because really what happens when you build this group of five people Everyone in that group feeds off the actions of the other person. Humans are in innately social creatures where you trend towards doing the same things that other people are doing in a group that you're with. And so if everybody has the same habits that produce the same outcomes, i.e. being a business leader, being a fitness leader, having very religious ideologies that lead them to having strong values and, and family ties, you're going to just further trend in that direction. And so to Josh's point, you want to be very careful about understanding what those qualities are in those people. Otherwise, you're just going to get pulled in a random direction. And so I think think that was no, I think that was an important thing to call out. That's, that's very true. You need to know who you even want to be with in the first place. And that's going to help you figure out where you need to be. The other thing that you said that was super important, and it's a negative it's a negative spin on this problem, but I just, I'm not going to say I know from personal experience. I think I've just seen it in other people enough times that 
there is addition by elimination. If there are toxic people, and they don't even have to be toxic, if there are people that are at a lower degree than you in a quality that you're trying to pursue, it's just math. They're going to pull you in the wrong direction. And so even before you're able to go find friends that meet the qualities that you need to pull yourself in the right direction, it sounds isolating and difficult, but it's a worthwhile activity to spend less time with people that pull you in the wrong direction. So before you even go find new friends, start spending less time with old friends that don't have the same values or the qualities that you're pursuing in life. Because in the same way that the average of the five people can pull you up, it also can pull you down. And so that may sound harsh, but the reality, I think, if you're looking to make massive change in your life, is you need... And it's easier to get addition by elimination right out of the gates. It may sound harsh, but here's the thing. You know, it's, it's, it's easier to talk about when it's fitness or business or money, but like, let's use a different example. Let's use the example of a drug addict. If you're a drug addict and you're coming out of rehab and you go hang out with five other drug addicts who are doing drugs every day, do you know how much likely you are to go do drugs than if you were hanging out with five sober people and going to AA meetings every day and hanging out with that community of people? That's an easy visual to understand because we know how powerful drugs are, but it's the same type of thing when it comes to business or fitness or any of those things. It's just not as high of stakes because obviously you could, you know, a drug addict is high stakes. You're going to go to jail. You're going to die. You're going to wind up in rehab. Even though it may not be as high of stakes, it's still really high stakes if you consider what you want in your life, because if what you want in your life is to be fit, to have a lot of money, then by allowing yourself to have your degrees lowered by these people, it is high stakes because it's taking away your future dream. Maybe you're not going to go wind up in jail, rehab, or dead, but you may wind up fat, lazy, and whatever, or you may wind up broke because of those things. So living a life with regret in it because you didn't achieve what you think your potential is should be the highest of stakes. I don't think people are attaching stakes that are high enough with the notion that you could be on your deathbed looking back, having regrets for not having hit your potential. And Clip so... <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, that was awesome. That was awesome. Um, oh. All right. Well, let's talk a little bit about how now that you have or are going to figure out what is the identity that you are pursuing? What are the characteristics that you value? Who are the people you want to connect with? Once you have that in place, you can start to find areas where you can meet these people. Um, you know, there's a couple that are obvious, right? Like if you want to meet business people, you can go to business events. You can go to business networking events. You can join a business mastermind. You can hire a business coach. You can do all that. You can connect with business people on social media. You can stick to that vertical and start surrounding yourself with people in there, whether it's a free event or a paid event or a free, a paid mastermind or something where you can, you can leverage a already built community and go inside of that community and start making friends there. I'll give you an example. I joined a couple of years ago. I joined Arote Syndicate, which is an Ed Milet and Andy Frisella business and personal development mastermind. And within probably three days of joining that group, I swear I made 20, 30 connections uh, in the country, some local to me that I still keep in touch with to this day from three years ago. Uh, same thing with you know attending events. I attend 
business events all the time. And I make friends with people at those events and I see them at the same events year after year and relationships cultivate, um, made a lot of friends that way. Same thing with mastermind. I joined a business mastermind. I have a ton of friends now who are 10 years older than me and a hundred million dollars ahead of me in business that I can look up to now, just like I had the question of how to befriend these people in the first place. I paid to get myself in a room. But again, the only reason I became friends with these people is because I became the person I wanted to be before I even joined this group. And by the way, this is the exact same thing if you're looking for fitness or meditation. I mean, there's fitness masterminds. There's meditation masterminds. There's, uh, you know, podcasting masterminds. There's literally probably a mastermind or networking group or event for any single niche that you want to be in. There's probably like crochet masterminds. Like <laughs> literally there probably is. A hundred percent. Yeah. So um, I would say joining a group like that is really powerful. Using social media is really powerful. I've met a ton of people from Instagram that we'll have on this show just from networking on Instagram. Uh, that requires a little bit more because you kind of got to share a little bit about yourself so that somebody can look at you and, you know, get to know you by your profile. But that's a way to do it. Hiring a coach and plugging into your coaching group and that the members in your coaching group are typically people who are looking for the same sort of characteristics as you because they're clearly in the same coaching group. And something that probably where we all start is silent mentors. And those aren't necessarily friends of yours, but those are people like podcast hosts, authors, where you're listening to their podcasts, you are uh, reading their books, and you are feeding off of their 100-degreeness just by consuming their content. Um, so I don't know, Brad, if you have any experience with any of the things that I just rambled about for the last five minutes, but... Um, you know, where would you say that you have made your your best connections? I think mine have come from probably either business events or probably the joining a business mastermind for sure is where my best relationships have come from. Probably the most relationships have come from just attending random events and using social media, but highest quality is probably a mastermind. The skill set you have here is unparalleled. I'll just put it that way. I uh, candidly... There's things on this list that I'm starting to just use now. And I think I'm going to like reporting out on them on the podcast, I think is something I should continue to do. The, the reality is the positive growth I've had in my network over the past three years was purely just a function of getting out in the world and doing cool things in business and actually taking the leap. And so the, the act alone of going out and pursuing the identity of the person I wanted to be, which at that point in time was an entrepreneur, then ended up putting me in the same rooms and ended up, you're right, being via conferences. In this case, it was just more specific to the business that I was in. So I guess as I'm saying this out loud, I was just naturally drawn into the things that you're talking about right now. But yes, attending, basically attending events and networking groups. By the way, what you just said goes off of what you were saying before, which is you you visualized the identity that you wanted to pursue. You started taking action towards pursuing that identity. And just by taking action towards pursuing that identity, you naturally wound up in rooms where you made relationships. Yeah, it was a lot easier to become CEO, for, like friends with people that were CEOs once I was a CEO. Even if I wasn't that <laughs> important of a CEO, just the like to be in the pursuit of it and to have the the name tied to it 
really changed the game in terms of the conversations that I was had, like who I was able to be in conversations with and build relationships with. And so, yeah, the biggest thing for me was actually just taking the first step of building the identity and then everything. I didn't actually actively pursue the things that you have on the list, which in hindsight, not necessarily a mistake, but now as I continue to move forward and build from where I am now, like all the things that you just mentioned should be viewed as investments of time or money or both. I mean, really, it's it's going to be both in most cases if you're attending masterminds or events. And then social media is actually just is a free option to go network with people and build relationships. And so all that being said, yeah, I think I was naturally drawn into it and didn't intentionally invest in doing it. But just by virtue of building that identity, stumbled forward into new situations in which I was building relationships with people that match the the level that I'm aspiring to be. And, and by the way, that's yeah. why we're building this podcast. That's why we named it Mindset Mogul. That's why we are assuming the identities of Mindset Moguls. And that's why for you guys listening, we're trying to create a community where you can meet people and make friends with like-minded people. And as soon as we have a, you know, a, a decently big enough audience, we will launch some sort of free community where you can network and meet other people that have like-mindedness. We'll probably do meet, well, not probably, we will do physical events where you can attend in person and meet people. We're going to do all those things. And the one of the biggest reasons why we started this pod in the first place is to literally cultivate a community of these people, not only for ourselves, but for all of you guys and create somewhere where you could tap into and immediately make friends with five, 10 people, maybe some even local that live near you that share similar values, have similar goals, and will help uplift you and hold each other accountable. So if you have nothing, I don't know if you have anything else to add to that, Brad, but uh, I know we got an audience exercise for them. And yeah, I think- let's uh, jump, let, Yeah, let's jump the exercise. So exercise for this episode is identify three qualities that you want for yourself? What are the three most critical qualities that you want to build into your identity? And once you have clarity on those, start using those three things as the North Star for people that you want to network with. And then from there, you can start using all the tactics and strategies that Josh went over in terms of where to go find those people. But first things first, pick the three qualities that you want most for yourself and to be rooted in your identity. And then now, after going through this episode, recognize that those are going to be the three qualities that you're seeking out in people that you want to be spending more time with, and then start applying the strategies, attending events, joining a mastermind or networking group, leverage social media, hire a coach, use silent mentors, especially as an access point before you can actually go meet and build relationships with people at a personal level. But make sure that those three qualities are well-defined before you go do those things so that you're not moving aimlessly in any given direction. Love it. All right, sweet. Thank you, Brad. Thank you, everybody, for listening. If you found value in today's episode, please leave us a review. Follow us on Spotify, Apple, Google, whatever you're listening on. If you're watching on YouTube, please subscribe. Leave us a comment. If you have your own question, you can leave that as a comment or email it into support at mindsetmogul.com and we will answer it on the pod. Really appreciate you guys. Brad, appreciate you. And we will talk to you in the next one. Have a great day. Take care.